Welcome back to Autism Uprooted, Bionexus Health podcast series. Today, we shall continue the discussion uh, regarding the uh, top five reasons why your child is not improving. And uh, today would be not following the protocol correctly or making changes to the customized protocol that you have been given. So let's uh, get right into it, shall we? Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. I have heard people make a lot of variations to the BioNexus protocol for uh, herbal medicine for autism treatment that you have been given. Understand that your protocol is, is customized based on the lab results, based on your child's genetics, right? There are numerous parameters that go into it um, to make it customized to your child. And it's very important to follow all the instructions exactly as given. And, you know, it really isn't... Um, uh, just for uh, a child with autism, it is pretty much for all BioNexus patients that you need to be sure that you are following the protocol exactly as given. I mean, you know, like uh, a few minutes here and there, it doesn't really matter, but if you are making major changes, and I'll explain a little bit more, right? So let's start with, you know, um, the foundation protocol. So after the first appointment, uh, you're given a beginner's protocol or, you know, a foundation protocol that lays the groundwork while we are waiting for lab results to come back. So once the protocol is uh, customized, the body is ready to get started with, you know, handling the toxins, the infections, uh, or anything else, any other uh, metabolic, physiologic imbalances, biochemical imbalances that we find in the lab results for your child. So it's very important that you look at the beginner's protocol, uh, the foundation protocol that you're given, and uh, implement that. You need to get started with that, right? So you're, you know, it it kind of gives you uh, gives you a leg up, okay? Now we know that it is, uh, you know, it's not a sprint; it's a marathon because when we are trying to recover the brain, the immune system, um, the infections affect various organs as well. So it is a, uh, you know, not a short term magic bullet. It, that doesn't exist. So we are looking at a step-by-step -step process. Mold biotoxin illness treatment requires um, between 12 and 15 steps. And infections, Lyme disease, gut infections, co-infections, comorbid issues, those require four to five steps. So I usually combine many steps together for each patient's protocol, because you know we have follow-ups every three to four months, right? So um, it gives you adequate time to keep moving forward with your child's treatment, and you know gives you an opportunity 
to see progress during that time period between follow-ups. So it's very important to be sure that after your first evaluation, the first appointment, get started with the foundation protocol. Some parents um, like to wait for the lab results to come back and they don't touch the foundation protocol, they just wait. So I don't advise that because you're going to have to start from step one and you have already been given step one. So I don't advise you waiting for, you know, another eight to 10 weeks while we wait for the lab results. You know, we have the labs review, follow up, uh, customize the protocol, et cetera. Because remember the foundation protocol is already customized based on the information that you send me in your initial paperwork and based on the information uh, we gather during your first appointment, right? Because the first appointment is very important, which helps me determine which direction to take with your child. You know, which labs should we add on, which labs have to be done, what needs to be investigated, um, how to prioritize. So everything, all of these important steps get decided in the first appointment. So it's very important that you start your foundation protocol, okay? I, I have no idea um, why, you know, people choose to wait. You know, I, I guess people have uh, various reasons based on personal understanding, but, um, you know, and uh, this brings me to another uh, important point now, those of you who are in looking to contact BioNexus Health, just remember that uh, you need to send in your paperwork, the new patient paperwork uh, right away. Um, be sure that there is adequate information in there for me to understand what's going on with your child because I typically take a good hour, if not more, to review everyone's paperwork. I mean, obviously more if you attach any recent labs that have already been done, that's not required. Just sometimes, you know, um, uh, pediatricians may run some labs or the child has been recently ill and labs have been done for whatever reason, right? It's not mandatory at all, but just in case you have labs. So if you send the paperwork along with any recent labs in, in advance, it gives me um, adequate time to be able to review it to think about it and, you know, come up with additional questions so we can dig deep and understand exactly what's going on with your child. That, that's the goal, you know, customization, biologically individualizing the treatment protocol to the patient, to your child is very important. It's the key to recovery. Okay. Now, um, let's move on to the next point that I encounter during um, BioNexus protocol administration or, you know, intake by patients. Uh, what happens is the schedule is not followed correctly, okay? Um, it is absolutely fine to add one item at a time but do not skip sections. You have several sections, right? First is, is the nutrition section. Then we move on to the binders and detox and so on and so forth. 
Don't skip sections. Just go literally down the list of your protocol, okay? So if there is any kind of a doubt in your mind, use the online messaging portal to send a message and clarify that doubt. Um, many people choose to schedule a brief 15-minute consultation uh, soon after the first appointment or before starting the full long customized protocol just to clarify a few additional questions they may have. Um, I always advise you to read the protocol along with all of the instructions a few times because a lot of the questions that arise in your mind have already been answered. You know, there's a lot of information there. Like, you know, uh, you have instructions there that tell you to start uh, one item at a time. Then there's instruction that tells you to stay on one full section for one week before you add in the next section. So if you need any further clarification as to what this is and how this is done, please be sure to ask and please be sure to schedule that you know, brief appointment with me so I can um, clarify these points uh, for you because most parents tell me that it is pretty self-explanatory. But of course, you know that may not apply to all of you out there, right? Okay, so remember to follow the protocol correctly. Do the binders at the right time. Keep the proper spacing. Everyone is given a schedule or a brief timetable of how to do things, you know, before school, after school, when you wake up. That is given to you in your protocol once it moves to a long protocol. Even with the foundation protocol, you have very specific instructions, you know, enzymes 15 minutes before eating. Um, that may vary, right, uh, depending on your child. But again, your protocol is fully customized to you or your child. So please follow those instructions accurately because supplements bring about positive uh, or rather supplements have the potential to bring about positive biochemical changes in the body that are um, supportive of your child's condition. So in order to achieve the optimal results with that, it is best to stick with the protocol because you know that's the knowledge and the experience that I have gained over the years, right? So that's important. So please pay attention to the schedule, the timetable as to when, which supplement has to be taken when. Cool. Now, uh, the next one, the next point concerning the uh, full protocol is making of the herbal cocktail, all right? Once again, many families uh, tell me that, you know, the instructions given are self-explanatory. You take one to two ounces of water. I can show you my herbal cocktail for today. See, this is my herbal cocktail for this morning. Uh, it's a lot of water here, but uh, that's because, you know, I added some um, um, apple cider vinegar. So it, it's, it's about an ounce of apple cider vinegar. So I don't 
typically take so much water, but it looks a lot. The water was just like one to two ounces, maybe one ounce today. And then I added the minerals. Um, and then I added the apple cider vinegar. So just, and remember, this is a glass, okay? It needs to be a glass, glass, not metal, not paper cups, no plastic cups, just a glass cup made of glass, right? That's very important. So there is no interaction with any of the supplements that are put in there, right? So you take that, you add everything that is in green on your protocol. On your protocol, you know, in the list of supplements, you will see some are green, some of them are in, um, you know, in black ink. So the ones that are in green ink, that is for your convenience to understand that those can be added to this herbal cocktail, right? All liquids, gels, oils, um, vinegar, anything that is liquid, anything that flows can be added to your herbal cocktail. It will not change the efficacy. It just makes life easier for busy moms and dads out there, right? Busy people. So um, life goes on. So it's important to keep things flowing smoothly. Make the herbal cocktail correctly, right? So after you make the cocktail, what do you do? Remember, do you see a cover on it? No. You leave it uncovered and let it sit for 15 to 20 minutes before drinking it or before giving it to your child. All right. Now, um, many parents put in a little bit of juice, which is fine. Uh, many of them have to syringe it and put it in the child's mouth until the child gets used to it. That's fine as well. So whatever methodology you need to use to help your child get used to the herbal cocktail, that's absolutely fine with me. But as long as it's being done correctly, right? I've had um, some parents ask me, you know, can we add this herbal cocktail to a smoothie? Absolutely not. You know, this cannot be added to a smoothie. It, it, uh, you cannot add anything extra in here other than what has been indicated in your protocol. This has to be taken on its own. The way it has been explained to you in the schedule or the timetable Right. So there are a few things you do an hour before. Then there's a few things. There's a couple of things you do 15 minutes before eating. Then you, you take your capsules after eating. And then at the end, the last thing, say, say, for example, your child goes to school. Right. So the last thing you would do before your child is headed out the door is the cocktail. That's exactly what I did with Brian um as well so you know he's headed out the door the the school bus is about to arrive or we actually never really took the school bus we drove him but that that's what it was I would keep it near the front door so he would just drink it you know as um, as we were headed out to school so that's that's the last thing and after taking the herbal cocktail nothing no eating or drinking for 30 minutes at least right so the herbs can take their effect. And it seems simple enough, still people get, you know, a little bit confused. Now, um, let's see. One other question that I get asked is, my child goes to school, so the 
second herbal cocktail post-lunch cannot be done. So what do I do? So for that, you can do that after your child gets home from school, right? Many moms will take the cocktail with them in the car while they're picking up the child. If, if you pick up the child, you know, many come on the school bus, so you can just give it to them when they get back home. Uh, but uh, many moms, you know, get creative, get inventive with the, with the schedule. So as long as you can maintain the schedule, that's fine. Uh, as long as there is a three to four hour gap between two herbal cocktails, that is fine as well. So if your child comes home at like 2.30, 3.30, uh, whatever, you know, uh, in that uh, time range, then you can, by all means, have a snack. If he's used to a snack and give him the cocktail, um, then, you know, wait for an hour, uh, depending on when when the dinner is, right? You, you might have to do the second dose of the binder. So it is definitely doable with patients. And, uh, you know, uh, some parents, have their child a little bit over scheduled. Like the school ends at 2.30, then they go for speech therapy, OT, uh, et cetera. So that's when you need to be a little diligent that, you know, maybe you can request permission from the school to pick up half an hour early so you have time for medicine because medicine is important without doing it correctly it is very difficult to see the desired outcomes. It's like any other medicine, right? Because herbal medicine is very powerful, but it needs to be done according to schedule. Okay, so that's about the herbal cocktail. Now, lastly, would be not letting me know if you are adding any supplements or any other medicines or any other treatments um, on top of the bionexus treatment, okay? So it is not recommended to have two treatments going on at the same time. I have had, um, you know, a, a few parents that have added on, um, for example, let's see, um, basic treatments like speech therapy and all is fine, of course, you know, physical therapy, speech therapy, uh, sensory integration therapy, OT, et cetera. That, that's all okay. Therapies are fine, ABA. That will not interfere with, uh, with the protocol. What will interfere is if you start something like acupuncture, actually even chiropractic adjustments don't interfere with the protocol. But <clears throat> uh, acupuncture will interfere because it affects the autonomic nervous system. So if you are planning on acupuncture, if you are planning on craniosacral, just be prepared for uh, reactions, you know, without letting me know. Or you can wait till your next follow-up and let me know what the plan is. And accordingly, I will give you suggestions, right? What is the best time? What adjustments need to be made to the, to the protocol? So if you're planning on trying any other treatment, please wait. It's okay to plan it, but please wait 
until you and I have your next follow-up so we can discuss that, right? Um, many parents look for, you know, PMF, um, vagus nerve stimulation, some kind of, um, P, uh, I said PEMF, what's the other one? Uh, they start sauna, they start red light detoxification, hyperbaric chambers. So it is, you know, it may not be the right time. Sometimes reactions, cross reactions can happen. So uh, please let me know in the planning stages. I, I had um, uh, some parents who wanted to go for cell therapy. Uh, they actually went already for um, cell therapy without letting me know, just because you know they were not aware that it would uh, it it might cause a little bit of a clash with the medication. So it's very important just to keep me in the loop. Let me know. Let's talk about it. Let me give you suggestions. You know um, what is the best time? Like sometimes it may just not be um, the best time to do ozone therapy. Is, is another therapy that um, um, many people like to start. Intravenous therapy, right? You know, IV, uh, Myers cocktail or vitamin C therapy. So there are so many things out there that are mostly band-aids. Of course, the, the big one that's a band-aid is IVIG. So any of these things, camel milk, camel milk, do not start any strong therapies like that without letting me know. Um, you know, and if there are reactions, just be aware that that there is a strong possibility of reactions, um, and you know it it can interfere with the efficacy of the protocol, right? So just let me know. Bottom line is there is a time and a place. I know. When you start to see improvements on the herbal protocol, you want to see more and more. That's natural. That's just human nature. But it is not possible. You know, when you see these ups and downs or when you see a plateau, that is the human body taking a break, taking some rest. You know, in the beginning, you will see fantastic improvements, right? Many of you uh, report that. And then there's going to be an exposure if you're traveling or, you know, something happens at home, there's leakage, there, there is re-exposure. So remember, when there is re-exposure, the progress will slow down and you will see symptoms return. Why wouldn't you? It's a re-exposure, right? If you get mosquito bites, um, any other insect bites. If you are re-exposed to mold, if you stop doing your protocol, that's a big one. That's a big one. Let's let's talk. Let's take a second to talk about that, right? Uh, many people just on their own without letting me know travel. Now remember, I have a travel podcast out there on YouTube on on this channel, Autism Approved Bionexus Health USA, uh, and remember to use the precautions that I have given you for travel. That is for uh, your benefit. It may or may not be convenient, but you know, certainly uh, having a child that is beautifully behaved and that is at no risk for exposure during travel or minimal risk for exposure during travel, you know, um, that's excellent. 
I've had so many mothers reach out to me during their appointments and even, even you know, through the messaging center, uh, thanking me for the travel podcast because it takes the stress out, doesn't it? I mean, I, I recently spoke with uh, Cynthia and, you know, um, she has done a, a podcast already, but I recently spoke with her and they traveled from uh, New Jersey to Florida, but there was a six, seven, no, five to six hour delay. There have been a lot of delays here in the U.S. with, with flights. And, uh, you know, uh, her son behaved impeccably. He did, um, Cynthia did all of the precautions I listed in my travel protocol. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I can have her do an update video podcast that that would be fantastic as well for information, but it's very helpful. So please have a look at that, um, at the video. Uh, because, you know, the reason why I mentioned travel is that many uh, parents just say, oh, it's only a couple of weeks. So it's, it's not going to make much of a difference. And they stop. They actually stop the complete protocol. Now, two weeks is a long time. Now, remember, these are, uh, you know, I, we usually discover a lot of serious infections in the child. And what happens to any living organism given time? They reproduce. Infections can multiply. Re-exposures can happen. You know, if you're not using all of the all of the uh, travel precautions, then re-exposures can happen, right? So please watch all the podcasts. Do not stop the treatment if you're going on vacation. We travel the world with Brian. You know, um, when I was uh, dealing with uh, similar issues that that you guys are dealing with with your child on the spectrum. Remember, I did not have the BioNexus protocol. I did not have my own podcasts that are now available to you. You know, it was all trial and error. I was learning and we traveled everywhere, you know, um, internationally, nationally, different states. And we never had a problem with customs or TSA or anyone ever taking away or, you know, blocking our supplements for Brian. Never. Um, you, you just need to take a printout of the instructions, you know, it has the, the BioNexus logo, it has your invoice right there. So it's very clear that you're a patient of a, uh, you know, uh, licensed uh, practitioner and of, of a US-based office. And you're certainly supposed to treat your child with all of those, you know, supplements and medicines that, that you need to take with you. And not even once have we ever been questioned by customs anywhere. So, you know, you're absolutely allowed to take supplements for personal use, especially if it's a child on the spectrum. No one is going to uh, stop you from doing that. So if that's a hesitation, you know, and, um, and if, if, but remember, if you still choose to skip the supplements for, for a week or two weeks or so or more, you know, depending on how long your travel is, um, be prepared for a relapse. There will be a complete relapse, maybe not complete, you know, depending on uh, each individual situation. So after you get back home, uh, just get right back on, on the protocol, right? You may have to start again, little by little, because if your child has been re-exposed, 
the body becomes, you know, sensitive again. So just, just be, take a little extra care uh, when you reintroduce the supplements to watch out for detox or die-off reactions. Okay. So uh, the advice is don't stop supplements. Take them with you, even if you're traveling. And it's entirely doable. It's, it's uh, super easy. And there are some suggestions um, which can make your um, supplement administration to the child easier if you're, you know, and I can give you those. Those are individualized. Depending on how many herbs you have, et cetera, I, I have to um, calculate for you, you know, uh, what compromise can be done on vacation, but I will have to speak with you face to face. Okay, it's not something that we can just email you because again, you know, um, that can be misinterpreted. When it comes to medication or any changes to the protocol, remember a face-to-face -face appointment is always required. And that is, that is the best, that is in, in your best interest. Uh, now, the last thing before I go is um, uh, many families have used the travel suggestions that I had given in my uh, travel-based podcast for the entire family when they were traveling. And, you know, they've reported uh, excellent results. Everybody felt great, energetic, you know, when they got to their destination because it, it, it takes the stress out, right? Uh, many of the things mentioned are um, applicable to the entire family. I mean, no one, even if you are uh, not symptomatic, not autistic, you know, neurotypical, you have other children who are neurotypical, nobody Nobody wants to be exposed um, to anything that can slow them down, right? You know, that can affect their health. So obviously, when there is re-exposure for the autistic child, there's obviously re-exposure for the whole family that's traveling, correct? So it is going to affect your immune system. It is going to affect your, uh, your energy levels. So if you follow the precautions, then it's, um, it has been giving people really positive results. So that's, um, I'm gonna try and do a couple podcasts with people who went traveling and uh, you know, it, it'll give you all a good perspective. Okay, all right, cool. So that brings me to the end of uh, today's podcast. Just to recap briefly is please follow the BioNexus protocol exactly the way it has been given to you. If you wish to make any changes, please run it by me. You can schedule a brief follow-up and we can, we can uh, talk about it, how to make your life easier. All right, great. So thank you once again for joining me. And I will see you back here on another episode of Autism Approved. It. Take good care. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com.
information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.